Hello and welcome to the Good Boys Gone Bland Haunted Holiday Hotel. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 4, Episode 7. Today, we'll be reviewing Leprechaun 2 from 1994. But first, I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. I'm your co-host, Jace, and I think it's pronounced Leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) The great part about today's episode is that I learned how to spell Leprechaun. Uh, It's a surprisingly hard... Does anyone know how to spell it just off the top of their head? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I needed to, like, write it down. I don't think I've ever, like, seen one. But today is our uh, St. Patrick's Day special, I suppose, with our holiday horror season. This this surely isn't coming out during St. Patrick's Day, if uh, all goes according to plan. <laughs> uh, Barring a catastrophe. <laughs> I figured we could, you know, maybe repost this episode around St. Patrick's Day or people can come back. Um, but I figured, you know, we can get in the St. Patrick's Day spirit. I noticed you two aren't wearing green, so a couple pinches, pinches to you. Oh, no. Uh, do you yeah, guys come have over any, here and uh... pinch me, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, that could be. OK, guys. Yeah, uh, that could be an easy lobster cane tie in. Oh, so like oh. a probably a bit by a third movie, you think? Yeah, like our so lobster cane is our uh, superhero movie that we've come up with. Where know, lobsters sure. invade the United States. We've mentioned it eight times, but if this is their first episode, I guess, yeah. Um, you know, fissile material enters the ocean, giant lobsters and, and hurricane. So these guys hang out in the Northeast, you know, in, in probably near Boston. I think it's Ooh. not a big stretch to have it happen during mid-March. Um, hurricane season, mid-March in Boston? No, absolutely not. No, okay, okay. Even so- better. This is a sequel, right? It'd probably okay. a third movie. Okay, know, okay, okay. I think the first one has to be in Florida because yeah, well, Florida yeah, Man first versus Lobster again. First one in Florida, it makes sense. I think we just need to keep it vanilla for the first one. Just mm-hmm. have it be about the lobster. Second one, up the ante. Third one, you add a twist. This third movie maybe takes place during St. Patrick's Day. Maybe the lobsters, um, I don't know, got fused with leprechaun DNA. Uh, maybe they're they're even more immortal now and. They, they want or maybe these are like their Irish lobster cousins and they've crossed the Atlantic. Oh, that's interesting. Or guys, this is St. Patrick's origin story. Like, remember when he oh, drives yeah. the snakes out of Ireland? That's like the whole idea. He, they were actually lobsters. lobsters. He drove. No, he well, <laughs> or he drove the snakes into the ocean. And that's the lobsters territory. And the lobsters oh. get angry. So this one will be. A, a snake war with lobsters. They un- go in the wrong place. <laughs> we should have a whole like in between movie called the Snake Wars. Actually, it'd be a trilogy where it's just lobsters versus snakes. No people at all, dude. It's all just lobsters versus snakes. A long war, and then they lose and they migrate to the U.S. And then we introduce people in the hurricane because we want wow. the lobsters to have a history by the time it's kind of like the uh rogue one in the star wars thing where like they yeah. made nine movies and then they decided to make the in-between movies yeah yeah because 
it would be good to have perspective from the lobsters like it'll be like a grandpa and he's like you don't remember the snake wars yeah. while we're here and there's like young lobsters who aren't War sure why disgruntled they should lobsters looking for a new home ready to kill yeah exactly <laughs> the stuff the stuff writes itself um i'm surprised nobody has you know hasn't done that yet I'm I'm very surprised that no one's done any of our movie ideas yet. Like Lobster Cane's been kind of out in the internet for about a year now. Uh, no one's picked it up. Um, now that I'm living in Los Angeles, I it's kind of inevitable that I'll be pitching this to someone at some point. So, so we need to get a script in your hands. We need to get. Yeah, I was gonna say we need to get oh, a script. Shit. Okay. I think producers like it when you have about five movies in the chamber, like five sequels, because they everyone loves franchises. So we got a St. Paddy's Day sequel, you know, I think um, space space, right? Space oh. is uh, the eventual frontier. I think like all franchises, but at least like 10 movies somehow get to space. Arabod went to space. Labracon went to space. Yeah. Yeah. Went to space. Friday the 13th. They all go to space. Yeah. I, how do you think they'll, they get to space? In what? In our movie? It lobs. Yeah, I know how the leprechaun gets space. I don't give a fuck. He, you know, he's got. Oh, you know, an experiment on the ISS, and then it gets hit with cosmic radiation. Ooh. Wait, so you want to you want to redo their origin story in space? Not the it's same like, lobsters going up. It's no, every everyone's a new origin story. <laughs> the the, uh, the the lobster in the space station gets hit with cosmic radiation and becomes like titanium, and then just like alien, it crawls in the vents and everything and snips people. But Ryan, I would, it's not a lobster hurricane. I wouldn't mind if there was a hurricane happening and then the progenitor lobsters flew in in their giant lobster spaceships. Yeah. And then oh. they were like they were like we left you here millions of years ago. What have you become? <laughs> yeah, and then, that's good. Good. And they be, they take some humans hostage and the humans get put into like a holding cell in the oh, big lobster yeah. mothership. And then they like try to escape, and they have to navigate their way through the lobster ship. And the humans have rubber bands on their hands, but it doesn't really do anything. But the yeah. lobsters think it does. <laughs> See, Jace, I liked your pitch better because I kind of thought the hurricane would be going so hard that it would throw a bunch of lobsters in space. <laughs> and then uh, it wouldn't be so much as like the lobsters are attacking people, but more like kind of the orbiting space debris of one million lobsters. And they're kind of having to like figure out the technical issue. Oh, like gravity. Kind of like gravity, but it's, it's lobsters. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm imagining somebody looking out into a telescope into space. <laughs> Is that a hurricane? <laughs> it's just lobsters. <laughs> Is that one million lobsters hurtling? Why is it no other form of sea life? Why is it just lobsters? <laughs> it was the lobster cane. It spun so hard it launched them. And then we got the, the fifth one. I think we got to bring it back down literally um, and, and kind of have it more grounded. You know, like the fifth yeah, and then where they get serious again. Sort of like Back to the Future 3. It'll be cowboys versus lobsters. Oh, Ooh. so you think they kind of like orbited so fast they went back in time they landed in the middle of the desert okay how, how why how, why are there cowboys i mean there's still, there's, there's there's still cow cowboys there's still cowboys yeah there's wyoming yeah okay well, yeah i just I, I think it would be better if they had like you know the the old repeater pistols and they're from the 1800s building the railroad and then a sea of about one million lobsters like you know re-enter from space 
um, and just start pelting this poor Texas town. Yeah, um, for and, they're like, and they look out the it's, window and they're like, man, it's raining cats and dogs out there. And someone's well, like, no, it's lobsters. <laughs> Wait, should we have another one day long natural disaster movie where, again, the lobsters are not alive and they're just falling from space <laughs> and hitting and killing people? And it's just another technical they problem. Well, they, they froze to death as soon as they got to space. And, you know, like they well, if they flash froze, they might be able to, you know, revive when they heat up an atmosphere on the way down. Oh, w- interesting. Would, wouldn't they just be cooked? It wouldn't like they, it would like hit the ground. It would shatter open. You'd be like, mmm, lobster claw. Perfect. Who knew if you perfectly froze lobsters and then dropped them at a specific distance, they'd be perfectly steamed. Mm. That's not a good movie, though. Is it? I think, honestly, we're getting there. I think um, the first one where they where they were a malevolent force and they were thinking lobsters with a backstory, especially if we're going to do the snake wars, um, but then turning them into uh, flying dead bodies for the last three movies. Is it, what are we going to do? If they can make like five Tremors movies, dude, some involving like, you know, old west towns mm-hmm. uh, and like ice worlds, I think yeah. we can do it. I, I, I think I think we've got something here uh, with, with with Lobster Hurricane. Uh, you know, audience, if you guys have any uh, have any more pitches for Lobster Hurricane, I, I think we can kind of stretch this out. Like, I feel like the budget's not going to be that. And uh, just to take care of the copyright issue, if you yeah. pitch an idea and we end up using it, yeah. we'll pay you uh, ten dollars, ten dollars, which will be about, you know, twice as much money as we make from the production. Yeah, and to be clear, ten dollars not from each of us total. Like we're gonna probably pitch in three dollars each. Yeah, we'll do like a contest to see us to pitch an extra penny. <laughs> um, so in the vein, oh, sorry, Jace, go ahead, Jace. <laughs> I was just uh, I was looking at see if there are any specific apps for script writing. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, there are a lot. So uh, wait to generate a script, or you just enter in keywords. N- no. <laughs> well, it'll be like Adam Sandler is a lobster no we got to get the ball rolling on lobster cane you you're passing we enough seriously people. come up with a script and like uh just release it to our fans maybe too many of our ideas are tied to food or kind of replacing things together in a wrong way no. what was it what was our other one we had no well the deli dudes the deli yeah so <laughs> Is it too much food? Are we just thinking of foods and funny situations for them to be in? What's you wrong with food that? At least like three times a day. Yeah, that's true. I, is there anything else that you do three times a day? I mean, I pee. Yeah, well, you probably pee at least. I don't know. I, I don't know what's a good amount. Why is there more food movies? Why isn't every movie about food, dude? It comes up so much. Some movies don't even mention food. There's some movies where you don't even see them eat, dude. I watched, uh, what, yeah. what's, the, what's the called? The Irishman? You know, speaking of like, you know, the, the four hour Barton Scorsese movie. Oh. I don't think I saw anyone eat once. Huh. Um, in the in the in the vein of, of pitching things and kind of thinking on the fly, mm-hmm. um, I kind of wanted to kind of build off of that. Like I, I've been kind of doing a lot of studying now that I'm out here in Los Angeles. Um, what are you studying? Trying to trying to hone our skills. Well, I'll get there, Ryan. Um, <laughs> you know. I've been told that we are very, very, uh, very um, enthusiastic about improv. And we talk a lot about, you know, how good we are and how we use, you know, these tools to kind of help, um, you know, help Dude, our brains think faster. We mm-hmm. just did this. So um, I, I wanted to kind of hone us in a different direction. 
Um, so oh. I've looked up a couple of uh, improv ep- exercises from teambuilding.com um, that we can utilize. So, we, you know, we've been using generators, right? It's kind of a crutch. So I, I figured we can kind of build our skills even more using just some of these, um, you know, quick exercises. I think we need to get good at this. And if I'm going to get a job as an improv coach out here, I think I need to kind of have a, a practice video <laughs> to submit. You're going to kind of straight to coach? <laughs> I think I'm more of a teacher. If you can't do, teach. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so uh, to kind of show people that I can, I'm really good at teaching people improv, I figured I can show them this uh, recording. Oh, great. So, can't wait to tank it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, let, let, let's, let's, keep, let's keep a positive attitude. Um, and then, so I'm going to give you guys a couple exercises, all right? So can I get two volunteers? Uh, Jace, down in front? Yep. And I just need one more volunteer. One more volunteer. I'm going to pick somebody. I'm going to pick somebody. Okay. Um, you, you down in front. Uh, sir, you're looking out the window? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you down in front. Do you want to volunteer? Uh, nope, no one's no one's behind you. Uh, you're you're pointing you're pointing another other. Come on, come on. Let's. Uh, uh, he's a little shy, guys. Let's give him a round of applause. Come on, let's get him up here. Yeah, come on, come on up. All right, he's on stage. All right, perfect. Uh, both you guys, thank you for volunteering. Um, so the first the first exercise is questions only. This is going to be an easy one. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a scenario. And you're going to act out this scenario um, by only asking questions. You can't say anything except questions. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll hit you guys with, with a prompt. And then you guys are going to have to act out this prompt. It doesn't have to be forever. Uh, but to, to, until, until it gets to a natural stopping point. No? All right. So I'm going to need a scenario here. So I'm going to... Um... You're the coach. Make yeah, one I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, all right? Um, we paid for this guy to teach yeah, us improv? Fuck okay, God. okay. So, let me, just, let me just get a relationship. Okay. Did, did you just go what back to the generator? <laughs> you said you didn't need it. Okay. So, here, here's, here's what's going on, all right? All right, here, here's what's going on. You guys are in an operating room. Uh, and this is going to take place between... A lost sea captain and a kraken. Um, <laughs> you guys can only ask questions, right? Where is this? And in an operating room, a surgical theater. Uh, you got a sea captain and a kraken. Um, and uh, the patient's just gone under an anesthesia. So you're about to start the surgery. Um, you guys can only ask questions, all right? And scene. Who's the patient? Good, Ryan. <laughs> Oh man, this guy's drunk as fuck. That wasn't a question, Ryan. You can't, you can't do that. Do Krakens speak English? Questions, you can't. Questions only. Why? Do you need me to hold any tools with Where'd my eight limbs? Where'd you go to medical school? Have you heard of Kraken University? <laughs> <laughs> Does it fucking look like I've heard of Kraken University, you drunk ass? Wow. Who is in charge here? <laughs> You've never heard of me. What the premise is. Chief Medical Officer. Dragon Beak DDS. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were the I thought I was the Kraken. You're the I thought I was the Kraken. Because I made okay, the gurgling really noises. Drunk. 
Oh, okay. I'm the drunk sea ship cap. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait. This is the problem Ryan and I have in our first skit. Is we yeah. never know. A, we're we're never established who is who. Working out the rest. Okay, yeah. you know what? Let's let's scrap the scene. I think that was good. I think we got some we got some good moments there. So now let's take a deep breath, shake it off, and we're gonna shake off the barnacles, and we're gonna do another scene. I think you guys are getting getting into the flavor. Um, we're gonna we're gonna use an old scenario we've done before to kind of help us out. So we're going to do spaceship AI and captain and the location is a wine cellar. Remember guys, only questions for this one. So just build off each other, ask each other questions and remember, have fun. So uh, here we go, scene. Would you like the Malbec 1842? Who's, who said that? What do you mean who said that? <laughs> Where am I? Please look around you. Have you never been in a wine cellar before? Where are my glasses? <laughs> I did not know that you wore glasses, Captain. Do you? You keep riding me up the line, Jace. I keep... <laughs> and you save it right at the end. You're like a freaking... <laughs> You're like a Red Bull freestyle <laughs> acrobat in the air. The question thing is so hard, Denali. Like, I have nothing to ask. I don't want to know any more things about this ship AI. Are you are eight you? bottles deep into how the wine you? cellar? That's not important. How are you? How's, you, how's, how's the wife? Kids. <laughs> okay. Did you not program me with it? <laughs> it's fucking hard. <laughs> okay, all right. That's, that's okay. We, let's, let's do a different exercise. Do a different exercise. Okay, let's do a different exercise. Uh, why would why would there be a ship's AI in a wine cellar? <laughs> you, dude, it's, that's for you to to color, Ryan. All right, it's called a theater of the mind. Ever heard of it? Fuck um, you. So this next one is this next one's called Party Quirks. Okay, um, so this this is a fun improv game. What, what website of, did you get this? Audiences. Okay, this is from TeamBuilding.com, Ryan. So you know, any more questions? Yeah, that's right. Um, so. This one is a is a very fun improv game, um, and so each actor, uh, meaning you and you and Jace, uh, receive a strange party quirk to act out. And uh, you know, at the end of the scene, uh, you each need to guess who the other person is. So I'm going to privately message what? each of you to tell you who you are. Okay. Um, and throughout your conversation, you're going to have to kind of like give hints. If the oh, other okay. person guesses who you are, that's a good thing for you. It means you've, um, you, you both win, I guess. So Just I'm gonna, text us. yeah, I'll, maybe I'll text you guys. Would that be easier? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll text you guys a prompt, um, and then maybe I'll have you guys take off your headphones, and I'll just say. I'll just say what it is to the audience. That way, they know what you guys are trying to act out, and we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it that way. Okay. So, so I'll let you know when to do this. Jace, I'm going to text you first. And then I'm going to send Ryan is. Um, okay, and then can you, now that you've sent me this, and when you yeah. said, can you explain, re-explain what my goal is? So you're going to act like the, the person I sent you. Okay. And Ryan's going to have to like figure out kind of what your deal is or what your prompt was. And, and I want him to figure subtle. it out. Yeah, you want him to figure it out, but you know, you can make it as subtle uh, or as obvious as you want. So take off your headphones real quick. I'm going to say to the audience what I gave each of you. All right. You guys can't hear. You guys can't hear. Okay, great. 
Um, so I gave uh, I, I gave Jace the prompt. Um, you suspect that your new boss is secretly a vampire. I gave Ryan the prompt. If Willy Wonka ran a factory full of healthy foods. Um, so uh, I'm going to make each of them guess uh, wh what we're doing here. Alrighty, guys, you have the prompts in your minds. You're going to act this out. You, you're not, you can't explicitly say what you are, but you're going to have to make the other person guess. Um, you know, like like I said, have fun with it. Remember, the, the first rule of improv is, is yes, and you guys got this. You're all warmed up, um, so I'll let you guys go ahead and start there setting. setting. There's a, a setting? Um, you guys are at a party together. You guys, you guys, oh, you guys party. need a party. Yeah. Hey, did you, uh, did you drive here? I did. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is, it, is it the Hummer? It could be. Very well could be. Um, you don't the remember? One, the one, it's if got, you don't remember like what car you drove, you probably should not be driving. Yeah, um, I just, I've got a lot of things going on. Uh, did it have, uh, did it have a, a string of cloves of garlic on the... <laughs> on the back? No. That, that wasn't my car. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what are you, like Van Helsing? Um... <laughs> might have to be. <laughs> um, so what? Okay. What my uh, car? No, I was just well, I was just wondering because that guy was a fucking fucking prick, right? Still driving a Hummer in this economy. Oh, terrible, you know? terrible. You know, um, waste. You know what else is bad for the economy? Um, mythological creatures that uh, you know suck blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah, they really drain the life out of it. They do. They do. Yeah, I was at Whole Foods the other day. Okay. And uh, this fucking prick <laughs> was trying to park in the handicap spot. In a Hummer? And, you know, actually, no. It was uh, one of those uh, stretch limos that's, like, painted <laughs> like a cheetah. It And, it, yeah. They parked it horizontally through it? Yeah, two of them. And I go inside, and this dude... So it goes to Whole Foods, right? Mm -hmm. And he just buys like every single every single head of bib lettuce that they have. And like like my like like dude, like not only is that like 40 gallons of bib lettuce, but also I was literally specifically there for bib lettuce. And he took it all. He took it every yeah. They um that's that's fucking insane. Did, uh, did you get a different type of I, lettuce? I also noticed they were out of garlic. Yeah, uh, I've been buying a lot of garlic. Um, yeah, there was a what positional there was a Soup? positional change above me at at work, and uh, oh, yeah, was I, there an accident or something? Yeah, actually, there was. Um, I don't know. They it just uh, you know no warning, no two weeks. Yeah, my boss just disappeared. Anyway, huh. there's a new guy, and. Um, hey, do you, do you, do you have, do you have a cross on you at all? No, uh, I'm not religious, man. There's my do work. It, it's kind of unsensitive. I can't like, can't be doing that stuff with my work. There's a okay, lot of people okay. from like other cultures that don't, maybe don't, they don't really like, they don't really like, they're not really actually, they didn't know about the Christianity, the old Christianity thing until we got them over here. <laughs> yeah, that's the, th um, mine really isn't. Or Christianity, I just I think I need it for protection. Um, so, um, um, protection. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you want some garlic? No, it's a mess. I I use a lot of garlic at work, actually. Yeah. Uh, we've got these new products. We're kind of the thing is is like 
my we've recently rebranded. Okay. Okay, and like that's one thing is garlic was not really used ambulance. <laughs> they weren't really used at all in my previous products. But now like most of our products sometimes normally they don't have a lot of flavor. But now like garlic is one of the healthier things that has like a you know a distinctive flavor. So uh-huh. we we use quite a bit of it, but I, so I don't have but I don't have any on I can't get the stench out of my clothes. I just get oh that's good. That's a good thing. Wait, you smell like garlic right now? No, I I have a completely different wardrobe that I wear to work. Um, okay. You would not be you would be surprised how expensive purple robes are too. Purple Yeah. Um, <laughs> um Hear me out. I need you to help me. Yeah. Okay. Um my coworker Jessica over there. Yeah. Uh, she invited a guy. Can you go see if his teeth are pointy? His teeth are pointy? Yeah. And here, take this garlic. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, that's one of the... I don't know. Not, not a lot of people have in this, in this county even have a lot of teeth, right? There's a yeah. huge candy epidemic. And, like, the, the, the lawsuits. Like I mentioned, like, we, we had to, like, uh, switch our... You kind of rebranded. It's the lawsuits, man. Oh, rebranded. Uh, yeah, they were directed at us. You know, we okay. had to bear most of the financial burden. Hmm. Um, but, I, you know, at least our workforce force is like literally, I mean, you probably know this, like we literally do not have a single penny that we expect on workforce. I, since I, I'm like the CEO, you know, like the, like the name of it and everything, like I'm the, I'm the only one who gets paid in the whole factory. Huh. Do we work at the same factory? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I, I just I, wanted I, I to make I remember you and probably I'd have to pay you. Were you newly you're hired? T- you know, you're a bit taller than my other employees. You uh, stick out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. None of you. Are any of your employees, your, your C-levels, are they vampires? No. Uh, I think they're from somewhere, maybe somewhere in Europe, but they don't have don't weird think... Transylvanian accents. No, I don't think. I think it's Southern Europe or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's this new guy, uh, Yugoslavich, you know, at my work. <laughs> and uh, that's that guy over there. Mm. And I need you to find out if he has pointy teeth. Oh, okay. And I need you to take um, this garlic with you. Oh, he works with you. I did the same job. So there's more than one that does your job. You're not you're like replaceable. I'm. Repl- uh, did you go to school? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I did. But you know, like I'm a, a you know, a level two employee. He's mm. you know, a, like a level four. What? Yeah. And they didn't promote you. No. No. They hired a lateral or something. E- e- well, you know, my boss, my old one, disappeared. And right. <laughs> this guy shows up. Oh, this guy is the one who replaced your boss. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm gonna stop to see. It's I, it, was, it was a very good, hyper realistic. Right, Jace is starving. You got pretty into it, actually. Like Jace is starving over here for clues. Jace is handing you full loaves of bread. And Ryan's play. I love the the dichotomy of of, of Jace kind of came out in front with this concept, and then Ryan is being ex- very subtle. 
And I was I'm like, being subtle? I thought Hummer, I literally described it. Lemon CDs. Looking for lettuce at the like, grocery store. You just, you, you really assumed the character, right? Which I'm I, not jumping was, out and I saying was, who I am. Yeah, like a real. These are things my character might talk about at, at a party. That's why it was so much funnier to be like, it was like the dude on. Well, uh, first of all, let's have you, uh, before I even do that, um, I'll have you guys guess what the other person's prompt was. Some of them were kind of vague. So, you know, you don't have to be super specific if you don't want to. So, uh, Ryan, uh, can you guess what Jace's prompt was? I can't guess specifically, but my most specific guess would be like an intern at a uh, vampire hunting company. Okay, that's pretty close. Jace, what was your prompt? My prompt was, uh, I suspect my new boss is secretly a vampire. That's pretty Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, I was going to say, like, and he thinks that there's a double agent. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Jace was adding some some nice layers in there. Jace, can you can you guess what Ryan's prompt was? I'm going through the list. Yeah. Do I want a Hummer? Guy park double parks a limousine. Ryan talks about lettuce. Then he talks about having a workforce, being the CEO of a workforce with a bunch of small people, (laughs) with a bunch of short people. Um. I'm guessing he's Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Maybe I was or- guessing Jeff Be- Jeff Bezos. Like it just sounded like more and more. <laughs> he's talking about Whole Foods. No, I was a I was Willy Wonka, but I had to switch to a health food company. Oh, yeah, you were you were leading them along. Like I, I was, you were just started talking about assholes double parking their limousines. <laughs> like what the fuck is Ryan doing right now I don't know what I was like why can't say Hummer again (laughs) Ryan you're a bit of a method actor in that you assumed this guy's role because he doesn't probably doesn't want to talk about work too much yeah I didn't want to to vent about but maybe from an improv standpoint (laughs) Jace over here is like an emaciated skeleton and needs some juice I talked about the purple rain you're you're CEO Feeding a breadcrumbs through a Capri Sun straw over here. <laughs> I had a workforce that wasn't paid. It was yeah. probably from a different country and who didn't know about Christianity. I guess Oompa Loompas are probably not Christian. Yeah, definitely I didn't see not. like a crucifix on any from, of their necks. From in movie fiction, definitely. Uh... I think he says it too. I think, I think Willy Wonka says it. He's like, these guys aren't baptized. So like, well, in, okay the, if, in the Johnny Depp one, there's a scene where he goes and finds them. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Was okay. I don't want to turn this into the Willy Wonka podcast, but wasn't there? Wasn't the concept was that he was looking for new flavors, and then he like he like slaps like a giant bug, and then he just like hmm, and he like licks yeah. it, and he's like no, nah. <laughs> and then he finds like an enslavable workforce in the jungle, and it's really racist. I think they tried okay. to spin it because yeah. he was paying them well in this one. He was paying. They them were like the in the first. One. They were like okay, guys. We have to address the Oompa Loompas. He's right, got to right. pay them. They're not slaves. <laughs> yeah. Please. It just, we got to fix that. Like, but just the concept of someone, instead, like, thinking of, like, instead of experimenting with extracts, he would travel to just everywhere, islands, you know, different countries in the far reaches of the world, um, and just start tasting anything. Dirt, leaves, bugs, fucking branches for candy. I just... He doesn't even try experimenting like maybe the local candy that they make because there's a lot of different types of candies. Maybe he can kind of adapt. But no, he's literally just as he slapped a bug and he's like, hmm, 
This is probably the uh, rich juice? vein. <laughs> um, that was surprisingly fun. Like that was better than the other ones because, like, I liked not knowing who he was and just yeah. doing me, and so I don't have to tailor my jokes to him. Yeah. So you guys, <laughs> you guys did a good job with this one. Um, I think I, <laughs> I think we got a lot of yucks back there. Um, you know, and and now I feel like you guys have improved your improv skills uh, from a different angle. You know, you guys did some cross training. You know, you get before you guys were doing a lot of like, uh, you know, and forgive me, Jace, uh, you, you know, super setting marathons. Um, and this one, you guys are, are definitely, um, you know, supinating uh, those curls. So it's it's very good uh, what you guys did back there. And I think you, you just like be funnier. He's improving workout life. things because he, <laughs> it's like word vomit. <laughs> and Allie, do you want to go solo? Or do you oh, want to just, just do a scene by myself where I yeah. don't know my own prompt? Yeah. And then we have to guess. Okay, okay. So I'll just, I'll do a, so you guys are just both dudes at a party? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so my prompt, and Jason Ryan doesn't know this, and I'm going to edit this, uh, is that I, I'm interviewing for a fo poison food taste tester. Um, hey, you two. Uh, thanks for meeting me here. I know this is kind of a weird venue, um, but uh, I just I, I like to kind of keep things kind of casual uh, just to see how you guys are um, just you so know, we're in, a whole day -day, in your day to day life. Uh, we're, you know, we're just we're just at this at this party, this house party. Glad you guys can make it. Feel free. You to live you. here. This is your house. Uh, nope. Nope. This is this is just a friend's house that oh. we're all. <laughs> uh thanks for, for coming by. I know it's kind of weird, uh, you know, especially uh, during nowadays. But, uh, you know, we're all we're all we're all good over here. So feel free to grab a drink and uh, just tell me what you think. Yeah. Um, what, what is it? Is there sugar in it? Um, well, just just grab it and just kind of look at it. Uh, both you guys. I, just, I got two cups for you. Just I, I actually grabbed them for you. I'm going to oh. hand them over to you guys um, and just kind of tell me what you see in your drink. Um, yeah, but is, is there sugar in it? That's a good question. Is this that's a good free? question. He's got um, a terrible gluten thing. You do not want yeah, to. Yeah, I can't even do it, man. Shutting that's this party down if there's gluten in here. That's good that you're keeping that in mind. Yeah. Um, tell me what you what, what are some things you guys you guys typically ask when someone hands uh, your friend or an employer a drink? What what just uh, what's some general? There's sugar questions? in it. I'm the Who same thing. You? Yeah. Who are you? That's a good one. Oh. Uh, so what's your name again? Um, Dave. Dave. And what's sorry? What's your, what's your your name, sir? Dave. His name is Dave. Yeah, I'm pointing at the other guy. Sorry, it's uh, oh. I have a <laughs> directional disorder. Oh, so my name. Yeah. Yeah, it's also Dave. Both. Yeah. That's gonna be Dave. tough. Uh, that's gonna be tough for for the the HR. Um, but uh, we'll, HR, we'll, we'll work it Why out. Why we're we'll friends? Work it out. We don't. So, uh, you guys applied together. That's cool. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, run me through your process, guys. How are you guys going to, gonna, uh, what are you guys going to do with those drinks I just gave you? I'm uh, not going to drink it because I'm not going to drink something a stranger hands me at a party. You should make you're your not own drink. drink it. If you tell me if there's sugar or gluten in it, then I think I could drink it. I'll but... anything. Yeah. So I'm just going to nod my head. All right. And what are you going to do now? Um, I'm going to walk away, I think. Okay. Dave. Um, let's try this. Let's try this. Uh, can I have guys... his if he leaves? Yeah, you can, man. Okay. I like that. I like I like what you did there. I can I can watch him. I'll, okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll watch you back, buddy. Got two cups now. Before you drink that, the life insurance policy of this position is not great. Okay, it's it's not great at all. Okay, there's there's a lot of turnover. 
Okay. Oh, so just before you drink anything. Are you Okay. Uh before that hits other Dave, uh one of the white shirt you're hired. Okay. And, Is there uh, glue in here? <laughs> Can you guys guess what uh what I was You were someone <laughs> trying to interview two people but kill one of them? Uh Jace? Um I'm yeah, that's My I think you were an assassin, maybe. Interviews for a poison food taste tester was my prompt. Huh. Maybe it would. Why would maybe, you hire me? Well, it's because Jace died, and you're the only other candidate left. Oh, see, I think you would have been interviewing for the company, so you had to taste test it. But you outsourced your job to me, and I died. That's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we have we have fun with it, guys. Um, I think that was that was funny. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I think I think you guys um, I'll maybe sit on this recording and we'll maybe do another one that I'll send out uh, for my coach applications. So this week we did we did watch something. Watch a movie. We watched a gosh darn movie. Uh, Leprechaun 2, of course. We, we kind of mentioned it last time. You guys haven't seen the first Leprechaun, right? No. Is that, before we kind of launch into our, 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 our Leprechaun talk, or I guess we can do a little bit now. Have you guys kind of like looked at the the Wikipedia page for the Leprechaun film series? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go with it. Absolutely not. It's it's a bit of a wild ride, and I don't know if I. You know what? Let's let's maybe let's give a synopsis first, just so maybe the audience has an idea, and then I guess we can just we can just go to number maybe two. I'm getting, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. So uh, who is the who is the synopsis? This you know we we kind of talked about it a little bit. I think it's actually <laughs> me this time. <laughs> I goofed. Yeah. I had a black well, eye, you know, maybe I was concussed. <laughs> yeah, finally going back to our uh, editing our Halloween episode, we found out where we flipped around our synopsis order. I don't think our audience uh, gives a shit at all. They I don't give a fuck. No. It's only us. But now we've got, we've, we've got it we've got it figured out. So, uh, Jace, you know, uh, feel free, by all means, to, to take the reins. Okay. So, in Leprechaun Dose, <laughs> we're introduced pretty quickly in the opening scene to the leprechaun played by Warwick Davis and oh rascally fella <laughs> he uh he he's chasing a dude who he's made a slave through the woods and <laughs> and give <laughs> <We're not laughs> I did the what is context it? given in the movie but like um okay it's a thousand years before 1994 1894. So <laughs> um, and he's in Ireland, and uh, there's this Irish dude running through the woods with a collar around his neck, just trying to run away from the leprechaun. And then the leprechaun is like, "You're my slave, buddy." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Please, I'll do anything." He's like, "Oh, it's my thousandth birthday, so I gotta go find a bride." And the dude's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And the leprechaun's like. I'll let you go if I get married. The guy's like, okay, please, God, I'll help you find any bride that you want. And uh, anyway, Leprechaun's like, I'm going to make this lady sneeze three times and then she's legally my wife. And it's like, oh, that's weird. Um, And they go and they're peeping on this lady. And he's like, she's going to be my wife. I'm going to make her sneeze three times. Boom. And then she pulls the sheet down that she's in front of behind and the guy's like no it's my daughter you can't marry her please god no and the left ground 
he has a little limerick and he's like and he blows some flowers at her nose and she 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 sneezes once she sneezes once she sneezes twice she sneezes thrice but then the dude is like the only way to break this is like god bless you after the last sneeze so anyway the leprechaun's not allowed to marry her and then uh the premise of the movie is it's a thousand years later uh he wakes up You really have to set up the, 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 the for more context. Yeah. You gotta yeah. set up the lore. Thank you. Um so anyway, after after that, it's a thousand years later, it's his two thousandth birthday. He's looking for a bride and he uh cursed that initial guy. He said in a thousand years I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna find uh, a female in your lineage and I'm gonna marry her and I'm gonna get the bride that I couldn't have. Uh, a thousand years ago so he wakes up and then there are some hijinks between the characters cody and uh bridget who is the long lost or long descended person who's going to be the bride and you know they just like they scoot around la and he does leprechaun (laughs) shit i don't know (laughs) it's so complicated for the first 10 minutes and then it's exactly zero percent complicated for the rest of the movie yeah it's just a wily crazy horror movie with um, some pretty funny murders. Yeah, the leprechaun she, just murders his way around LA after that point. Mm-hmm. I think he only kills like actually like about like two, two to three five people. people like, I think. Okay. Yeah, Jace, that was a, a pretty faithful retelling. I think the dialogue and the narration was just as good in the movie <laughs> <laughs> at explaining what was happening. We should um, do an entire episode of Jace just watching a movie and describing what's happening. Just <laughs> have no audio no video from the actual movie it's just jace just a live stream of of jace just just kind of describe and then we have to guess what movie it is the camera uh, is pointed at him <laughs> okay opening credits uh there's a desert still a desert um, uh, it's going like wow 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 <laughs> it's still going wow i'll let you guys know when it changes um that guy's fat so uh, it's either Dune or it's, Revenge of the Sith. It is Dune. It is Dune. <laughs> uh, so Lepre- Leprechaun Two, uh, of course, is is part of the acclaimed Leprechaun series. Um, I don't know if you guys remember growing up, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel. You know, they, they play. They would play all these movies on St. Patrick's Day. Um, hmm. You know, they would play them all back to back. I think there's technically what like eight of them maybe but only the first five or six have have warwick davis of course playing the the iconic role the first two this this movie we watched was the last theatrical release after this one uh bombed they realized what a massive mistake they were making (laughs) they started doing uh them all direct to dvd or direct to vhs uh leprechaun 3 is actually the highest one of the highest grossing direct uh direct to video movies of all time interesting um when you look at the ratings, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, you know, Leprechaun won twenty-seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. Right? Not not great. It's got Jennifer Aniston. You know, she's a decent actor. Like, you know, it's, it probably has the most budget. Uh, Leprechaun two six percent. So we got a huge dive. Huge dive. Six percent. Six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Leprechaun three is zero percent. So we're as low as we can. Nobody who's ever watched it has liked that movie. Uh, we're as low as we can get but then four in space we're back up to 17 okay so now 
we're, we're on an uptick, I think. I think things are getting a little more creative. Leprechaun in the hood, 33%. This, we're at the apex. Uh, back to the wow. hood, we're back down to 20. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, and rebooted the series. Leprechaun we could do a Leprechaun origin. series or season. And that's what I'm kind of getting to, James. <laughs> Um, Leprechaun Origins has zero, of course. Zero. We're back down. But the final entry, the most recent one about three years ago where they, they rebooted again direct-to-video, of course. Uh, I think YouTube partially made this. Um, Leprechaun Returns 50% wow. on Rotten Tomatoes. What? You're just the like... Best entry. How many people have done it? How many people reviewed this one? Um, Ten. Thank you for asking. Well, there um, we go. So, but that's, that's a sample size ain't great. But this um, statistically is the best moving Leprechaun series, I think. Really? It has a 1.2 on Letterboxd. Um, no one knows what that is, Ryan. What is that? So we should. <laughs> I, I only here... know audience scores. <laughs> when you read kind of about Leprechaun, um, the, the Wikipedia page, I think, is, is clearly written by someone who's frustrated. It'll say, like, it is not clear if the Leprechaun is the same as in the first film or that all of the other films are just it's a new leprechaun every time because <laughs> it just seems to kind of show up and die over and over again with no continuity at all it's just like obliterated in this movie it's like the end of terminator 2 it's like it's gonna blow run like why do you know that it's gonna blow like <laughs> yeah how do you have any sort of data set to tell you that this thing is going to explode? Uh, Kevin Thomas, uh, a famed reviewer for the Los Angeles Times, wrote, Leprechaun 2 has better writing, production values, acting, and humor than the original. Hmm. That has me shook. Okay. That's not a, pr or that's not a praise of Leprechaun 2. It's an indictment of Leprechaun 1. <laughs> and then uh, someone from Fangoria Magazine asked Warwick Davis why he chose this role to reprise it. Um, he's like, hey, why, why'd you do this role? And then uh, his only answer was, uh, money's definitely the answer. <laughs> Warwick Davis, I fucking, I fucking respect you, dog. <laughs> that is so tight. Favorite review of this movie on Letterboxd? Yeah. Is a guy who said, I will not be watching Leprechaun 3. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. We're not doing this for a season, you guys. Okay, Warwick Davis said Leprechaun 3 is his favorite entry in the series. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Get it from the source, I guess. That's what I always say. He said I, it has uh, the best humor. I imagine yeah, this movie was fun to partake in filming, honestly. Oh, honestly? Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun to... I think it was fun to film, but it was also fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Just... This movie came down off the top rope and had me laughing. Okay, I like this movie. We should get into this, you guys. I like this movie way more than I thought I, know, I was going to. I know, Dude, holy I fuck. We're shitting on this movie just from, like, the critical reception. But, yeah, like, I might watch this movie again at some point. Dude, same. I won't recommend this movie, honestly. Coming off of Thanksgiving, I was oh expecting that. I was like, yeah. okay, here we go. It's going to be a shitter. They're trying to make it bad. But they actually put some effort into this movie. It's like the, it, the, the writing is good. And it was regular funny. It wasn't funny and ironic. Yeah, like Morty is fucking hilarious. The <laughs> uncle, the drunk uncle character, man, he had some zingers. Um, and and if, for, forgive me real quick. If, if I may just briefly just insert one more piece of Leprechaun trivia for you guys. I think this will be interesting. 
um because after freddy versus jason came out um the the movie studios uh their next thing was leprechaun versus Candyman. that was going to be an actual thing they're going to put out in like 2005 Candyman Um, is like a serious yeah Candyman, like like the thing they rebooted recently where you know you look in a mirror and you say candy i understand yeah so the the they were gonna have Leprechaun versus Candyman like and fight Allie, each other. I just yeah. want you do not say it again, bro. You're at That's four, so- and I think a TV screen counts as a mirror. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess um, the uh, the actor who originally played villain the the sh- you can say man candy. That's a lot. Man something else. It actually reverses it. You'll go back down to three. <laughs> I think he'll just come out just just because I said that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know it was two, but come on! <laughs> I gotta kill you now, man. I gotta. Um, he actually refused uh to to, to do it. It was actually he was the holes up on there, and uh, he, he was he was just like I refuse to uh to shit on the roll by doing that. And uh, honestly, probably a good call. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so yeah, like uh, this movie from the get go. Seeing Warwick Davis, first of all, pretty good makeup and costume. I actually, yeah. I, I was, I was pretty surprised. Surprised. And he says all of his lines and rhymes like it's a limerick. And I was like, oh shit, I think this is gonna be fun. It's sometimes you can almost tell like they didn't really give him a rhyme, and he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he just kind of stops the rhyme. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was you put a weird emphasis on that last one, but you yeah. just kind of you didn't really. As far as like, I mean, the acting obviously wasn't great um but like you guys said the cody and uh morty's character you know the main character and his like uncle or grandpa whatever it got it gave off kind of like uh doc and marty vibes or yeah rick and, rick and morty vibes um, yeah, morty was hilarious he was this old drunk like scammer who worked yeah. on hollywood boulevard and would scam people into going on this like fake tour that was called like the dark side tour and they would tour like the homes of people who are dead or dying <laughs> they're like he's still alive get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of my <laughs> it was so good uh, that-, that guy was so funny there's a, there's a scene where um morty shows up to the jail because cody his nephew has yeah. been arrested and he is like being angry with the cops saying i'm gonna i'm gonna hit him when we get home i'm gonna teach him a lesson he'll never do this again yada 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 and as soon as the cops aren't looking him and cody like like, oh, it worked again. Like, yeah, go back to the apartment and get pizza and beer. He's uh, the grifter, uh, the, the greedy grifter mentality, I think, is a great foil to the leprechaun because seeing them kind of face off later in the movie grifter versus grifter, I think, was probably one of my favorite parts. Um, there was like some serious body horror going yeah. on in this movie. Yeah. Oh, we want to talk about <laughs> we're already jumping to <laughs> started with a tooth yeah. being ripped like. That was crazy gruesome. I did not. It, I thought it would kind of be like a rip, not like a 20 seconds of watching like, a leprechaun ah! rip a gold tooth out of a guy. It was really long. It was like <laughs> he was like, I forgot my Novocaine. So is he staying up to date on medical science for the last thousand? Yeah, years? like that's ex- that's dude. That's exactly what went through my brain. It's like he knows what Novocaine is. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> like blended whiskey. So is uh, he's staying in that tree? I'm assuming he's sleeping. Or is he st- just kind of writing in his notes kind of what's going on? I think so, because like uh, he seemed really excited that it had been a thousand years. But 
the, the premise of this movie is that a thousand years ago, he would, his plans to get married because you turn the age of majority in leprechaun society when you turn a thousand, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so he had to wait another thousand years before he'd get married again. And he hops out the tree, his, which is where he lives, and immediately just starts murdering. Like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understandable. And yeah. Loves gold. why? What did he do in the a thousand years? Does he only go murdering when he can find a bride? But that's not true, because in the beginning of the movie, he's out doing normal murdering stuff before the thousand years. Yeah, I'm thinking he's uh, he is still murdering in between. He's he seems wicked uh, excited about it, and he's pretty good at it, if I may say. Did you I notice that? Right and right. Maybe did maybe did you notice that the tree was a gift? Right to Harry Houdini to America. I thought he was yeah, like so it was, was he trapped in there? Uh... He just he kind of came out really easily. I, I I feel like maybe that's why there's so many unrelated sequels, where it's just kind of him going out and killing which makes me sort of think this might be the last movie in the series chronologically is he not to spoil anything he just fucking explodes like we said so and there's no indication that anything will happen afterwards at all <laughs> so i think the four five six seven eight is all before this movie chronologically he's like just that's when he just goes and murders yeah, because, I mean, he, he goes to space, uh, he goes uh, in, in the hood, as it says, twice. Um, and then the other ones are prequels where it takes place in, like, old, you know, Celtic times, like, thousands of you know, years ago. So I think it would be in canon, because what happens to the other movies? He gets trapped, turns into stone, all this other shit. I don't know. Because the intro to Leprechaun 3, I believe, I believe, um, is that he gets unfrozen for, as a statue. So... That didn't happen after two. <laughs> Unless there was a guy with like a, a cement thing, like gluing them back together at the end. I wish that they would have kept the gift thing in there. Because like in this one, he he's in a tree. And the way he gets to America is presumably that Ireland, somebody, or maybe it's just him. Ireland like mails the entire tree as a gift to Harry Houdini. Mm-hmm. And they put it in Harry Houdini's yard. And the leprechaun comes out of it. I'm not joking. And that's then the that's the premise, yeah. guys. Then uh, in the other movies, when he goes to space, do they like mail the tree to space? <laughs> I think there's a there's a storm and that's it's a storm blows so hard. The tree goes into space. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't seen it. And I, I probably will at this point. I, I went in um, being like, let's get this over with. And I'll never see any of these movies ever again. And I yeah, I'm tracking down Leprechaun one. I'm tracking down all of them, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch Leprechaun stay at the podcast. We're gonna go through this highly offensive, (laughs) fucked up series. I'm imagining Um, that in vain with what you said, the like director for this, like somebody was like, "Do do we need to have a plot?" And he just takes like a fat rip. He's like. He never directed a directed video, directed VHS movie, have you? We can do whatever the fuck we want. Dude, this movie was so chaotic, and I loved it. There, there would just be a scene uh, where, where, like, remember the, gir- the girl sneezes, and then Cody's trying to say, uh, you know, God bless you to, to save her. And right as he says, God bless you, the, the phone cord just, like, rips around his neck out of nowhere. For and some reason. Gone jumps out and just everyone screams <laughs> and that scene just made me laugh out loud it was just some of the wildest <laughs> shit and honestly like seeing something in mid 94 it probably seemed dated at the time 
but this movie was so aesthetic for the 90s yeah styles the moody music the scene where he's just like watching tv and yes kind of, that's what i was about to that say was so good <laughs> um there's also a complete lack of like moral lesson to this story because the leprechaun will just kill anybody mm. it's not even like the other movies where oh don't be a promiscuous teen in the lake right and you won't get killed and this it's like he hops out the tree there's a homeless dude just chilling yeah he's- and he rips his tooth out and then he goes down the street and actually some guy like treats him like a sideshow act yeah and he rips that guy's finger off and then there's a guy who just wants the leprechaun out of his coffee shop and he murders that guy well that guy deserved it let's be real that guy was kind of that dude a was- guys who right yeah. but you it doesn't scale but, it, but it, it doesn't scale like it does i think it's just the, the moral is is don't be near a leprechaun ever <laughs> I, I think is the <laughs> this leprechaun we're not gonna yeah. indict all of them oh of course yeah this this mm. one you know i don't know how many there are but assuming more than one they they throw some pretty severe like nasty lore when he gets that when he gets his bride yeah. to be back and he's like oh I'm literally going to have to transmogrify your body so that you can have my leprechaun children. And he's like, yeah, and he's, like so he's like, I need to metal. It was, was fucking like, sick. He's like, if I don't make your face look like me, they won't suckle it to teat. And it's like, what like, the fuck? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love how it was like, it was kind of like you sent your message to us and you're like, this is kind of toeing the line. And you get like, you get like maybe 30 minutes in and you're like, um, kind of uncomfortable with how the leprechaun is like treating this yeah. person, and then he yeah. loses his gold coin, and it's just like off the table. He's like, yeah. "I don't give a fuck about you. Where's my fucking gold?" He just disappears for like eighty percent of the movie. I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess we're just not gonna do that anymore in the movie." <laughs> that would be a sufficient premise. Yeah, because he loses his one coin to Cody, and it just totally derails. Like he just goes, he's like, get the fuck out of my face! What are you doing here? He has a lot of gold, dude. I God, I mean, he's like, this is a hey, goddamn quarter. Do you want to go lay down now? And he's like, my coin. Okay, I can't deal with you and your neediness right now. And it's as someone trying. with OCD, I just really relate to that. <sighs> I was kind of looking into leprechauns a little bit just to try to see how accurate it is, because um, I have like a. What are you talking about? So, okay, Ryan, I have a mythical creature guide I got at a at a bookstore in the middle of Washington. Is it the same one uh, that Morty had? <laughs> I don't know why he had that either, but, uh, you know, it was written in, like, 1975. Um, it has, like, illustrations and stuff to kind of talk about leprechauns. Um, I also did research online. And uh, I, I guess uh, William Butler... But- William Butler... <laughs> Yates. <laughs> William Butler... <laughs> William Butler... Yates um he he uh he he wrote most of the leprechaun lore it sounds like like it was it was obviously an old uh you know uh, celtic uh you know mythological creature but like he kind of fleshed out i think a lot of the rules right like uh you know if you catch one you get three wishes uh, i did like not that. know that that was a, a lore I thing about that's like the only thing i knew about them is uh, that you'll get wishes if you catch them yeah and there's gold involved or something Oh, I thought it was like maybe if you go to the end of the rainbow, you find gold, and then if you are willing to give it back, he'll trade it for you for three wishes. Yeah, that already knew a wicked lot about leprechauns. Like, 
uh the morty morty leprechaun drink off i think was a lot of fun too where he just like goads the leprechaun and then the leprechaun just ha- is like insecure um in front of these mortals and he's like oh i'll i'll, I'll be pressured into drinking <laughs> and they just kind of trick him and it works which makes me wonder about its level of vulnerability right because he gets yeah um, you know he gets he gets drunk and then there's a couple times where someone just hits him in the back of the head or drops a bookshelf yeah. on him and he's incapacitated he, and he's like stuck under the shelf for a long time <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you can fuck. see warwick like squirming around under there but then there's a uh, scene where bridget stabs him with like a thing and it, the thing bends like it doesn't hurt him at all so i'm like yeah. what is the rules uh so this begs the question that we try to ask could right. jace beat him up could he fuck him up oh so this is um you guys both know i had the envoy in in high school right and car, yeah my car yeah. my gmc envoy and it was shipped down to washington and i had it in college well where is this gonna go for whatever reason there was a uh crowbar in the okay. car like the entire time that i had it and oh it didn't get God. much use until <laughs> it didn't get much use until Kaimi and I started spearfishing, and then we would go use it to bash carp head it, carp's head in. Oh Jesus. my god! But I gifted it to him, and he still has the crowbar. And it's such a pinnacle between him and his relationship with Emily that it made it into their wedding vows. Oh my! But god. I think if I got that fucking crowbar back made out of wrought <laughs> iron, I could beat the shit out of this little guy. <laughs> Yeah, one of the rules, and we should explain, is is that wrought iron is like what they're weak to. It's kind of like silver in a vampire werewolf. He touches it, he burns. You know, yeah, a wrought iron pole, a nine iron, anything like that. I think if you if you whack him, and I think he's good. Jace, I think you could fuck him up. Maybe even no he's, iron. He's pretty wily though. I don't. Th- I don't. I think without the iron, I'm I'm screwed. Yeah, because you. That's the only thing that like hurts him, right? He'll get trapped. You can trap him like he, he can't like teleport through substances. Yeah. Yeah. The trapping scene, I think, was hilarious where they just kind of uh, make him really mad and he runs through a dog door and they just trap him in a safe. <laughs> that was clever. Like, let's be real. I did not see that coming. The, they tricked me. The payoffs in this movie, like yeah. specifically that one, they're great. Multiple times, like the setup for some of these payoffs is like it is like, oh, the safe that I saw when I went to the go-kart track earlier yeah. with my girlfriend. <laughs> kind of bullshit that he can use magic through it though oh yeah where he's like granting the wishes and shit also like why you know this this kind of gets me to towards the end of the movie is like they are shockingly unaffected by all the murders they witnessed um just kill him like his uncle brutally died in front of him (laughs) they watched that guy who owned the safe uh oh one of the characters did you you know they saw his face get ripped off and we can talk about our favorite deaths later (laughs) And at the end of the movie, you know, we said that already. They stabbed the leprechaun with a wrought iron. Um, there's a hilariously awkward fight between uh, him and a skeleton. Uh, and then that the takes so long. <laughs> How long was right. that? <laughs> it's like multi-part. <laughs> he defeats the skeleton like three times <laughs> in like a boss fight in Final Fantasy game. It just keeps evolving. Have you ever seen someone just punch uh, uh, a school skeleton in the face? that's just what happened it was so lame he just hits it he just kind of and the skeleton just goes ah and some guy into a microphone goes ah <laughs> um but the leprechaun explodes 
and they they walk out together and they're like kind of skipping and they're super happy and they kiss um and they're not really affected at all like wow that was traumatic wow i got imprisoned by a leprechaun um and then she's like hey you want to keep that coin he's like nah it's not worth it he flicks it behind him and i'm like oh shit here we go sequel and it just rolls credits and i was right? like oh <laughs> He flicks it by him, and then the police are like, freeze, murderer. <laughs> yeah, you're still wanted for murder, dog. That was a whole other thing, too, because people were tracking down Cody because they thought he was like a serial killer. They got rid of all yeah. the evidence. They needed that leprechaun head. Can we talk about the go-kart scene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the go-kart death. Yeah, yeah set the design. That was like metal. That was like Mad Max yeah. go-kart for the leprechaun. And it said, I want me gold on the side of it. That's pretty yeah. badass. That cop and I, I guess we can talk about uh, the, our, our favorite kills i feel like he's he could be fine like he's a not go-kart, a go-kart though like running a guy over it just didn't seem like it seemed like an rc car hitting him like it, it, it would hurt like it had spikes and like skulls on the front dude okay the chances are low but compared compared to the guy who had a literal pot of gold teleport inside, inside of, of it yeah yeah after it so with that death that security guard you know it's like the rest of these they were like, let's make it really fucking brutal. And you know, somebody yeah. at some point was like, you want me to throw some blood on the bodyguard or something? The director was like, no. <laughs> that looks great. Lay on the ground. <laughs> yeah, That's it? They were randomly, sometimes they were like, oh shit, yeah, this is a horror movie. Uh, let's, let's throw in just a fucking gruesome ass death in here. Just to remind people, this isn't a PG-13 comedy. Yeah, we have this coffee shop rented for 30 more minutes. Can we come up with a kill really quickly? What else, what else is that guy in? Was that guy in Mad TV? The coffee shop guy? Yeah. He's, he, was pretty, he was pretty funny. Like, his acting was, was pretty funny. He's a character I actor. I feel like, I think he might have been one of the people who was in on Mad TV. Like, the yeah. guy who plays the, uh, the little... Yeah, Michael McDonald. He's in Austin Powers. No kidding. All of them. He's in Halloween Kills 2021. I thought he looked familiar. I think my my favorite kill, and it might be same with you guys, is probably the lawnmower where the leprechaun set up for that. Yeah, the lawnmower. Yeah, the lawnmower yeah. kill with the two blades. The booby lawnmower kill. Oh, I thought that was just a big fan. Yeah, it was a lawnmower. It was a riding lawnmower flipped upside down. Because <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I thought they just had this industrial like meat grinder. He could have been. You know, he could have just teleported that in. But like the scene where he just like. The leprechaun makes this creepy guy just he, he kind of like wily coyotes him uh, into coming over. And then you, he, he thinks he's like in front of this woman and you kind of just see this different perspective of these huge lawnmower blades like spinning. And he just like puts his face straight into it. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. It, it was an interesting kill, right? Because that's not even how I wonder if the leprechaun's like, oh, shit, I did not expect him to do that. <laughs> like, this guy, this kid went right for the naked woman like he just face first yeah onto the naked like the, they're standing yeah. and he just like puts his face onto the naked woman what he thinks is the naked woman but it's actually a lawnmower but that's not really like the, the leprechaun was probably like oh this guy's gonna lose some fingers <laughs> i mean leprechaun was psyched he was he was he was laughing his ass off okay like i feel like the leprechaun doesn't need to kill in the movie he hasn't um there's a couple scenes where he could have killed but he didn't like, he ripped the guy's tooth out and also ripped another guy's finger off for the gold, but then he kind of just stopped. He kind of laughed and then yeah. didn't, didn't finish the job. He let them kind of run away. Gold's mine um, now. Ha-ha. <laughs> Bye. 
yeah so the coffee shop guy were who was kind of rude like you know being kind of ableist you know making some some jokes that maybe weren't okay he did he did wicked kill that guy yeah like st- stabbed knives into the counter and turned the coffee steamer around to steam his face to death and that was after about 30 40 minutes of the movie of no kills and jumping to that i think was a little bit of a whiplash very jarring <laughs> i was like oh we're doing this but that I was think, probably honestly, my favorite kill the, the coffee shop kill yeah because he deserved it and it was I just like I that like- is the worst fucking way i would ever want to die like I think maybe the monkey's paw with the pot of gold in the stomach. Oh yeah, might be that's, worse. Right, and that was that was when Morty captures the leprechaun and and just says, uh, instead of a billion dollars, I'm gonna wish for, I'm gonna wish for your pot of gold, which I feel like's not really stupid. Now you have to go not, sell that gold. Yeah, and fuck, it's probably not worth a billion dollars. And vindictive, like of course the leprechaun's gonna mess you up. You're asking for the thing he loves more than anything else. Yeah, he's not going to care about U.S. currency. I was um. If you just said, "I'll let you free," honestly, Ryan, you're someone I would want near me. Uh, if I had, if I, if I got like wishes from something like mm-hmm. Leprechaun, um, because you're like a lawyer, you, you kind of have to think. I, I'm assuming in your job, think about analytically about what you're saying and Everything what people has to are be saying. Very precisely worded, yeah. Yeah, because he should probably say, "I want your pot of gold in front of me, uh, above the ground." Not near me at all, and I want to be unharmed when it gets to me, and always be unharmed. Like you just kind of have to say a one run-on sentence that goes on for about yeah, like four that's or five not minutes. Bad. Um, what would you guys wish for? You got a leprechaun, like leprechaun, like that, uh, trapped. You guys have a wish? <laughs> Don't even think about it. Just off the cuff, just like what you want quickly, and you, you have like three seconds. To I want that go kart. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> what the go kart? Again, you're gonna get the go kart inside you, Jace. He's gonna want to put <laughs> something inside. <laughs> If I have 30 seconds to come up with a wish. What if you said you wanted his go-kart that he made earlier? And he's like, oh, thanks. I, I, I thought it was pretty cool, too. I, you know, maybe he would be psyched because he, he thought of all the aesthetics. Like, no, I'm going to ask for another one, like a separate one. A separate wish? Like a separate go-kart. Don't ask for his. Oh, one that looks like his. Yeah. What, if, what if you wish that you guys can be bros? Ooh. Yeah, I wish that we could be friends, man. He's like, you guys can just. He's like, I wish for your uh, leprechaun hole to be totally like renovated. Do you think you will kind of like uh, double back and and kind of be taken aback by that? Yeah, he'd probably give you a real wish after that. Fuck, man. Nobody. Everybody always takes the wishes for themselves. Nobody. Nobody's ever thought of me before. Everyone always says, where is the leprechaun? But no one ever asks, how is the leprechaun? (laughs) I think we cracked this thing wide open. Yeah. I think the most, um, and to get to get back to you know some of the gruesome parts, I think the most disturbing part was when um, Cody is is urinating uh, in, into the, the bar bathroom and then doesn't wash his hands and then dips his hands into like a, a pot of chocolate gold coins that was like for the public in the bar and then just eats one. I, I think that was the grossest part of the movie. Yeah, we have to critically reevaluate movies after the pandemic. Yep. Well, just in general, not after the pandemic. Wash your fucking hands oh my lord there's some people who literally don't want to wash their hands because they think like sissies wash their hands and be, okay that when they dunked morty's head into the sink ew. disgusting <laughs> they dunked his head to, he does that regularly to to wake himself up silver up he's um, got done some pretty gross things in bar bathroom sinks on saint patty's day you guys do the sink chug i unscrew the pipe 
Yeah, it's through the bottom pipe. And I get just under the, I get in the cabinet, in so they can't see me. Mm, uh, my stomach is uneasy. Don't, please, please don't keep going. <laughs> I was actually talking to uh, uh, Amber about this, like how often guys don't wash their hands in in bathrooms, because I think it's it's a it's a weirdly large. See it all the time. Literally, I think about a quarter of guys don't. It's them. disgusting, especially in like airports. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, wow, that guy washed his hands. That's how often it yeah. doesn't happen. Um, I saw a guy and this was in like a, a, a executive like company office I was in. I won't say whose office, but I was in their bathroom like, you know, a couple of years ago. And this guy who is like corporate, like he has like a suit and everything. He comes out of the he has a suit and everything. I wear a yeah. suit every day. <laughs> Well, he's yeah, let's, so we're not on the East Coast. So wearing a suit in West Coast, it's like you're wicked rich. And so this guy took a big old dumper. Right? I heard the whole thing. And he gets out and he's like, oh, uh, looks himself in the mirror and just walks out the door. And then I'm I'm following him. I'm like behind him because I washed my hands and I'm like following him out. And I see him shake hands with a guy like five seconds later. That's a and power just, move. Is like, was, yeah. Here's my shit. <laughs> The guy, the guy took a dookie, guys. And even if your hands, if you're doing this, like, hands straight in the air, your hand's not involved at all. And you just kind of, you kind of stand back up and, and you go, go hands free. It's still fucking gross. Just also, um, utilize the opportunity to wash your hands. You should wash your hands several times a day anyways, even if you're yeah. not going to the bathroom. Before you eat, just, just wash your fucking hands. Use a door. Yeah. I, I, in that moment, though, I, I wanted to say, like, that guy didn't wash his hands. Taking a fat deuce. You see how you feel how dry his hands were after that bathroom. That's not because he was patient enough in front of the blow dryer. It's because he did. There was no wet involved besides the wet of the toilet. Anyways, you guys. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Okay. Um. This personal statement. For... It was, this PSA was brought to you by Denali. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. Um. You guys want to get into the ratings of this movie? Are, yes, are please. We, uh, are we approaching that phase? Yeah. Um, for the spiritometer to tee us off again, I've been I've been thinking about this movie where where I sit with the spiritometer because it, it does take place during St. Patrick's Day, the only Leprechaun entry where uh, St. Patrick's Day is is kind of where, where it happens. Um, it's called Leprechaun. Okay, there's there's literally a guy dressed as a leprechaun doing stuff like you know worrying about his gold and things like that. But there's not a lot of um, St. Patrick's Day cheer going on along. I looked up the origins of St. Patrick's Day, and it's actually like a legit religious holiday celebrating the St. Patrick. He's like the patron saint of Ireland. Um, I don't know a lot about that stuff, so they didn't really get snake. into that. Yeah, they didn't even get into the, how he banished the snakes, uh, which is a pretty cool part of the story, I think. So uh, there's a, there's a scene where they where they hide from the leprechaun in an Irish themed bar where everyone's dressed as a leprechaun. That was a bit of a bold move. Um, but that's that's kind of about the festivities. So I don't think I'm going to rate this very high. I think I've decided they didn't really get into the holiday that much. I don't think get it to get into kind of like the the St. Patrick's Day cheer. I don't think this maybe is the movie. Um, I would constantly forget that he's like an Irish leprechaun somehow. Um, I, I, to me, he just seemed like a, kind of like this demon that showed up, uh, and I would just kind of remember that he's from Ireland with all the limericks. So I'm going to give it, I think, a soft three. I'll give it a 3.5. They, they, did, they did put some Irish stuff in there, uh, but not quite uh, festive enough. Yeah, I'm going to hard agree. I think uh, I counted four St. Patrick's Day references. Yeah. Which is blown out of the water. 
by, by I Know What You Did Last Summer's 10 references to July 4th. So I don't think you can just skate by on this being a Leprechaun movie because there's apparently five other Leprechaun movies that don't take place on this holiday. So I'm going to give it a two because it did mention the holiday. But man, there wasn't even like there weren't any like St. Patrick's Day kills. Yeah, he didn't like shove a clover in someone's mouth. Right. Uh, did stab with the clover, um, stab with corned beef. And also, I think beef. technically, yeah. right, like the leprechaun's first birthday. Yeah. A thousand years ago was before St. Patrick. When did St. Patrick do his thing? Oh, that's true, dude, because St. Patrick was around probably in like medieval time. Mean, before I even just. Yeah, let's I even go that. there. Yeah. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Okay, first of all, yeah, St. Patrick had to have been around during Christian times, at least. So we're already talking before Leprechaun. Like, so um, it marks the death of St. Patrick, and it's saying 385 to 461. It's kind of a range, because it was kind oh, of... Oh, wow. Around. It's way older than I thought. Okay, so uh, he was born then. 1994 was his 2000th birthday. 1994 um, was his... Yeah, he was born yeah. 6 he was BC. Born before St. Patty. Okay, so he was born before Christianity and probably converted at some point. Just like uh, Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, it, it didn't come off especially St. Patty's Day. I'm going to go with two. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get, I think, um, in my bones, this feels a bit more holiday-themed holiday than I Know What You Did Last Summer or, or Halloween, which I gave, I think I gave both fours for yeah. the Spiritometer. Um, just because a lot of the screen time was in that bar on St. Patrick's Day. Um, but yeah, I don't know if the main, the main antagonist being a leprechaun really makes it. I'm going I'm to give it a four. Okay, fine. It's kind of, yeah, this is kind of like splitting dog hair movies. It's, 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 it's a tough one because he is a leprechaun. He is. <laughs> He's a fucking, like, I, you know, there's, is there ways to make this more St. Patrick's-y? Like Clover um, Shuriken. He's like, Ugh. oh, that'd be sick. Kill people that disrespect St. Patty's Day. Keep people, kill people that don't wear green. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck all about St. Patrick's Day. He's just like, <laughs> like, it's my birthday and I like gold. And I want to yeah, make love <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> As wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I want to get married. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he only has to remember one day. It's St. Patty's Day, his birthday, and his wedding night. Oh, shit. That's right. That's it is his birthday on St. Patty's Day. So he's just thinking about his birthday. He's not even thinking about the holiday. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah, that you know, brings it down. Know, I'm giving it a three. I'm bringing it down. Okay. All right. Yeah, you don't have to. You guys, um, you guys know about in Chicago, they dyed the, the river green. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's it like turns. really bad. The green. <laughs> yeah. And, I, like that'd be a good kill you just kind of drop someone in there because i remember my dad said uh you know because he grew up in chicago in like the 70s and he was like dude that that river was so fucking polluted they would they would say like if you fell in you would just be dead <laughs> as soon as you hit the water like, yeah it's basically acid <laughs> we went on the the chicago river tour and like oh, nice. on yeah like all up and down the river and uh they talked about how polluted the river used to be yeah i don't think they even needed, needed to die it I think they just uh, just kind of left it. <laughs> they would stop trying to dye it their normal color on the one day and just leave it on the regular color. Uh, as far as my movie meter goes for this movie, this one, now this one is actually pretty dang hard for me to think about because I'm trying to balance how good this movie is, which it's not. 
um, to how much I freaking enjoyed myself watching this very bad movie, which is a shockingly a lot. Um, I want to strike a, a good line here. Because um, I think I'd only recommend this to certain people. But it, it was entertaining. Coming off of Thanksgiving again, um, I was pleasantly surprised. They tried to actually make a movie that was legitimately funny because of the writing and, and because of how it's made, not because of some like kind of tongue-in-cheek cynical irony. Um, they didn't try to be like uh, shockingly offensive in a way that I was totally taken aback. I was taken mm-hmm. aback a little bit, but it wasn't like to the extent of Thanksgiving at all. Um, I think Warwick Davis was really fun in this role. Yeah, he had a good time hamming it up, and I think his lines were really fucking funny. Um, again, Cody and Morty's interactions were great. Uh, and, and shit, yeah, all the jokes fucking hit for me, man. Um, I'm going to give this a light five, okay? I think that's that's a good uh, in the middle, because it's it's not good, okay? It's it's cheesy as fuck. It's not, it's not going to win any Oscars, uh, but if you're just looking for a goofy <laughs> time, man, hell yeah. Uh, watch Leprechaun 2. Any of these movies can be watched independently from what I read, so just, you know, you can just jump right in. A five. Yeah, I'm not quite so op- optimistic. Uh, I'm going to go with a four. I just don't think that I can give a movie that's not good a five, right? Sure. So, like, some of them were actually funny, but they didn't put an effort into the plot Oh, Maybe the same guy who writes the jokes should maybe write the plot, maybe? Because I feel like it was probably two different people. It might have been the same guy. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to write a bunch of jokes with some thread in between. <laughs> uh, so yeah, these? I'm going to go with a four. There's nothing for me to say. Um, if you want to watch a movie that has some pretty funny bits, but you don't have to pay attention to it at all. Like, I think I wasn't even looking in the 15 seconds before the leprechaun fucking obliterated uh, into a million pieces. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I still liked it. So a four. I think you could get a lot more out of this movie. If you like replaced Cody and Bridget with oh two God. competent actors, like, I did not like, want to. I did not want to rag on Bridget, but Jesus, like, yeah. um, didn't get probably didn't get much direction on how to say her lines, or anybody did. I think like the only person I thought was acting, or the two people that I thought were acting well were Morty and the Leprechaun. My favorite joke in this movie is when Morty is like, "I knew I should have returned that book to the library five years ago." it's like always trying to steal steal things from everybody um i really liked it i'm gonna give it a six i told brent to watch it he's watching it right now (laughs) (laughs) uh i think yeah besides that the yeah besides the piss poor acting (laughs) and some lulls which i would expect this is pleasantly one of my favorite holiday horror movies yeah not bad (laughs) i didn't expect that i thought this would be the worst one we see besides thanksgiving um well let's my, be real yeah my, uh, my first note in this whole movie is holy shit the acting is so fucking bad <laughs> i'm just I'm just reading this the chase fair point <laughs> mine is this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard about the sneezes can we the intro scene of this movie clapped like it it set it up for me to be like am i gonna give this movie like an eight like the dude running <laughs> through the woods and then like he's levitating him and i'm like Holy shit. The, the longest yeah. portion of the movie that I had to give a description for made me think that this was going to be an A. I was like, oh. Yeah. And his, his, his very realistic beard, too, may, I, I may add. That was definitely not fake hair. 
You guys look at his the guy's beard, the terrible fucking be prosthetic beard the guy no, had in the beginning. No, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I was uh, like, oh my god! But Leprechaun was like the scariest in I think the Morty scene and the scene with in the intro. Like he could levitate people and stuff, oh. and then that's totally gone for the rest of the movie. It seems like I think he's yeah, like they, he's like a lithe, like fun kind of. He wants to fuck with you a little bit. He's not like a, oh, I want to break everybody's neck by levitating him. Yeah, he could have twisted everybody's neck because he did it to the guy, the first guy. Could have killed literally everybody at any time. <laughs> Which is like, he's like a predator. He fights at people's level. Oh, like, like oh. he's honorable fighter. Yeah. When, when Arnold ditches all the tools and the guns and just goes back to mud and sticks, so does the predator. Oh, shit. So you're thinking this guy kind of stoops the level. So that's why he entered the drink off against Morty. Yeah, um, at his level, outdrifted him. That Very would be hard. a yeah. sick crossover. Leprechaun versus Predator. That sounds like the most early '90s shit I've ever heard, and I feel like that was actually pitched at some point. And they settled on a alien. Okay, guys, we got either Alien or Leprechaun to fight off against Predator. We're gonna be throwing darts. Seriously. Uh, and then in the, in the end of Predator Two, when they go into the ship. And you see all the artifacts from all the other people and planets that um, the predators have visited and taken trophies from. You see like a leprechaun skeleton. Definitely not the pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> you think they, they went to the leprechaun planet and uh, you, th well, you think they actually landed in Ireland in like the year 900 um, and they think it's like a leprechaun planet. Guys, I have it. St. Yeah. Patrick was a predator and he was hunting the snakes. Oh, shit. So you think... The Christians in the region saw this dude come down with wicked sick armor and use his shoulder rockets to blow away all the yeah the leprechauns that are giving him trouble. Oh, the leprechauns? I thought it was going to be the actual I snakes. thought the snakes were like the, you know, the allegory for the leprechauns. No, I think the snakes have just so over overrun the island that they're the predators and they're eating people. And so the predator comes down and doesn't want to hunt the people because they're already being hunted. He messes the snakes up. Are these snakes fucking huge? In my mind, they're like the movie Anaconda. We've got another crossover coming. I mean, snakes suck, dude. Like, I mean, I don't I wouldn't be psyched if there was a ton in my area. Snakes suck. I wouldn't be psyched if it was like a ton. If a guy got rid of them all, like, I, I you know, without ecological disaster, and I don't think there was. I hope I don't don't treat snakes bad, guys. Are there even snakes? Not anymore. <laughs> Were there ever snakes? I don't think so. Are there even snakes in Europe? I mean, Can they cross the okay. Alps? There's gotta be snakes in Europe, because some guy wrote down he got rid of the snakes. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's something I would be like, I'd tell my kids, and be like, you know why there aren't any snakes in our backyard? <laughs> I mean, why? <laughs> St. Peter. That actually does sound like some medieval shit, where they're like, how do we know you're telling the truth? He's like, you see any fucking snakes? <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> No, fucking what's a snake? <laughs> exactly. This is my yeah, like this is my vampire repellent garlic. Yeah, you see, see any, any vampires? Vampire. Yeah. OK, I want to see the first movie of this because there's a lot of mentions about like this is one of the reviews about how how often Lucky Charms are referenced. Um, they said, like, this movie is so bereft of inventive ideas that he refers to Lucky Charms cereal not once, but three different times throughout the movie. Uh, and there's a lot of complaints about how many Lucky Charms one liners there is in the first movie. I, just, I think I'm probably gonna watch it on my free time, you guys. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna just do some off the uh, some unpaid labor here and uh, and just watch this watch this movie. 
Um, but you know, with the fair warning that we could end up pitching this for another season in the future. Veto. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? And speaking of vetoes, you guys want to talk about our, our next yeah, our next movie. What are we gonna do? I think it probably needs to be Christmas, right? Did we decide that? Black Christmas? Are we already Black Christmas or Friday? Gremlins? Gremlins is way more rippable, by the way. Black Christmas is the home invasion almost quasi torture porn movie. Um Gremlins sounds tight. Gremlins was fun. Gremlins could, scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, I'm gonna be honest. Gremlins is a, uh, one of my favorite movies ever. It's in my top 20 favorite movies. What if we just watch Surviving Christmas? <laughs> I might anyways. I'm watching <laughs> it guys, this year. You guys did say you would rewatch uh, Surviving Christmas uh, come next Christmas time. So time to put your money where the, your mouth is. I will never rewatch that movie. Uh, I miss Ben. God. You guys remember Ben? You guys remember how long it's been since we've seen a Ben movie? Good year. He put out a new movie that he wrote, co-wrote with with Matt Damon, and yeah. co-starred in. Yeah, I'm not really into it. Like the whole it's a, premise, it a historical drama. I mean, I don't, you know, not for me. Not your weird. Probably not gonna be better than Green Knight, anyways. Same universe, I heard. <laughs> okay. It's in the neighboring town. <laughs> it's in. A, it's in like. Do you guys know? Um. You guys know all the medieval movies are in the same universe. Yeah, ours. Anyways, uh, what, what, what are we? Th- we're thinking. Um, are we kind of thinking between uh the Black Christmas and Gremlins? Uh, it sounds like we might have been leaning towards Gremlins. For, yeah. Uh, for a Christmas episode. Don't, ex- don't expose it to light, water, or feed it after midnight. Well, I I uh, I, I think Gremlins. <laughs> I think Gremlins so- sounds good. Black Christmas sounds more of like a horrific movie that's very uh scary yeah very much more like into the horror if we were doing a serious horror season yeah. which we're but we're not, we're not. <laughs> and uh you know I'll, and you guys know me i'll always take a chance to grab the wheel and turn it away from a scary ass horror movie i think gremlins is is, is gonna be a fun episode uh i fucking l- wicked love those movies and uh you know maybe it'll give us the opportunity to watch uh, gremlins 2 sometime who knows uh which is one of my favorite of all time oh yes uh, sweet well, I think we've got our Christmas episode planned out. Um, we hope you guys will join us. You know, I, I feel like I talk too much during these outros. Uh, Jace, do you want to plug our, our socials? Yeah, I don't remember any of them. Okay, yeah, guys it's and cool. gals and anybody, please take a minute. One, yeah. first of all, thank you for coming to the show and listening to this portion. Um, if you're somebody who skips the very end, this is your cue. Um, we we at the time of recording this we had a reddit ad so you're not gonna see that but um you can go to our instagram yeah at gbgb's podcast well uh i think it's at at good boys gone bland at good boys gone bland instagram that's okay it's the first it's it's your first time twitter we've got at gbgb's no it's not at gbgb's one anymore that was our old one that was it was what you said earlier it's at good boys gone bland podcast um at gbgb podcast at gbgb podcast it's okay you'll get you'll get into the role jc this the job's not easy is it you, know? you can find our TikTok, which I have looked at, um, handle at GBGB's podcast. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a work in progress. I got to get our TikTok off the, off the ground. I'll, <laughs> I'll learn do all some TikTok, TikTok dances. <laughs> yeah, Jace is going to do some, some sick dances, so check it out. Um, for the love of God, give us a five-star review. 
Please give us a review. <laughs> no, don't uh, ask it like that. Give us a review. Give us give a it review. To us. Or else. Oh, we need to be nice. Can it hasn't worked till now. We've been being nice for 36 episodes, okay? <laughs> I think that's not our problem, though. Give us a review. Uh, and uh, you know, thank you guys for, for continuing to, to write reviews for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever. Um, your word of mouth and support has been has been a huge part of why we're continuing to weirdly grow. I don't it's it's kind of weird and scary. <laughs> so um, unexpected. Go to a movie theater and watch yeah. a movie and just whisper to the person in front of you to watch our <sighs> podcast like every two minutes. Yeah. Good boys can't play. You know, in the parts in the Dune, if you're seeing it in theaters, where it kind of gets silent for a sec for like an intense scene. Uh, just give us a shout out whenever <laughs> that happens. And they're kind of like whispering. And it's really quiet, and the whole theater can hear. Uh, do that in Dune, and then. Well, we're uh, about to get some negative reviews. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you guys uh, for for joining us. Uh, we'll hope you guys will will, will uh, join us next week for Gremlins. Uh, and, and to sign us off, uh, you guys want to want to leave our audience with some some parting words of advice. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll start it off because I think. All right. Um. Never fight without biscuits that crumble hard on gravy. <laughs> biscuits that crumble hard on gravy. I probably would. Should, I would. I would actually recommend that advice. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, that a legitimate. That's, I think that's most our most useful yet. I think we're getting better at this. <laughs> <laughs>